Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, it's Dave here. Uh, I'm without my wife, Cathy, today, unfortunately. We just flew in from Ireland um, and we got a very early flight and uh, she decided that the combination of being tired and the absolute critical slating that the mummy has received um, was not a potent mix for her to want to go to the cinema. So she's pretty much just bowed out of this uh, and left me on my own so I'm rushing I'm at uh, London Waterloo at the moment we just uh, came down from Gatwick and I'm rushing because uh, the film was due to start 10 minutes ago so if you add on the 30 minutes of nonsense ads and trailers for upcoming other universe movies uh, we will be looking at about 15 minutes to go and I'm not alone I'm going to be joined by two guests uh, Lee and Andy from the uh, WTP What's the Point Paranormal podcast we thought they would be the perfect two guys to bring on to this to bring their paranormal expertise to the mummy the movie that is going to kickstart Universal Studios' quote Dark Universe uh, which is basically They've taken all their old Universal monster movies, so The Mummy and Frankenstein, Invisible Man, and they're trying to put them into one cinematic universe because that's the done thing now, isn't it? Everyone does that. Everyone, like, what? Okay, I'm not going to get into my thoughts on that. Maybe we'll do that afterwards. Um, I am mere moments away from seeing the lads. I'm really out of breath, so I apologise for the sort of pantiness of this of this intro. Um, I don't know what else to say. This is movie is being described as Tom Cruise's most negatively reviewed movie. I'm trying to think of something that had worse reviews, but I cannot. What else to say? Sophia Utelli, I think is her name, is playing the mummy. Saw her in Kingsman, The Secret Service, which was just uh, pretty good. She was the woman who had uh, guns for legs, I think. Or was it swords for legs? It was one or the other. Uh, so she had some form of weapon as, as legs. I'm so out of breath. Okay, I'm actually here. Now, we're going to the... Uh, the IMAX in Waterloo. Let's see if I can find these lads now. 
All right, here they are. I found them. They were outside. Um, hey! Enjoyed an overpriced Costa. Yes. What'd you go for? What's in there? Two, two quid for a, for a tea. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's hot water in a tea bag, isn't it? Should have brought, yeah, that's, on, that's should have brought tea. your own tea bag. <laughs> that's tea, mate. But yeah, I'm overjoyed. It's my first time on the on the cinema, the award-winning cinema. Yeah, welcome, Andy. So I'm looking forward to it. I don't Is know. Andy or Nailer? Either, mate. Either. Yeah, I got your whole yeah, name yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah. But um, I. Uh, you can't talk the same kind of shite that you do on our one. That wasn't good. Award-winning podcast. No, I was just going to say. I'm looking forward to this film, but for different reasons. I like watching Tom Cruise now because uh, to see scenes where years back he would have had his shirt off, he just doesn't bother anymore. He's 52. He still has his shirt off. Not though, as much. He? He's in good shape. Not as much. He's not. Well, not, yeah, better than me, but not like he yeah, was. Much better than you. Yeah, no, he had it off in uh, Ghost Protocol, didn't he? In Mission Impossible he Four. Watch and he was a bit. Uh, I watched. I watched that last Jack Reacher thing. Yeah, and he does yeah. just look like, uh, admittedly, a fit, like middle-aged bloke, but. You He's know, a fifty something year old lad. He'd batter like, you. No one would worry you in a bar fight. I don't know if he would anymore. Of course he'd batter you. <laughs> no, in would. a bar fight what he does is he says, uh, you know, he, he sort of invites you to go outside and then he gives you every opportunity not to fight him. Yeah. 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 So, are yeah. you sure? Are you sure yeah. you want to do this? I'd go, do you know what? I'll have a little stink. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just <laughs> I think now I'm in the fresh air. I just realised it might have been the booze talking a bit. Yeah, maybe pop, not. Pop, you pop seem alright, yeah, despite yeah. your you've slight never, flabbiness. You've never got into a bar fight with him anyway. You just I'd like, be out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd rope you into fighting him as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't fight me. Yeah, yeah. Fight my yeah, friend. Yeah. We better go inside because we are ridiculously. Late I can't bloody wait. I can't wait to see yeah. to see what uh, what they do with this this eternally uh, spooky and entertaining franchise. I don't think any of those words are going to describe what we're about <laughs> oh, to see. Shit. Yeah. Oh. But, but hey, at least it only costs 20 quid each. Yay! Yeah. yeah. A bargain at that. See All you right. in a couple of hours. See you then. Oh, is it that long? A couple of hours! <laughs> Bloody movies. Welcome to a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> She is real. Please meet Princess Arminette. She will claim what she has been denied. Alright, we're just out of uh, the mummy. Oi. 20 pounds worth of pure <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> 20 of you English doubloons, if you will. Uh, right, Lee, we'll start with you. What uh, well, What did you think of that? Judging from that your movie. Judging from you pair's groans afterwards, I think I probably liked it a bit more than you two. Did you notice us groaning, yeah? You were groaning audibly, yeah. Oh, we were groaning with uh, uh, pleasure and satisfaction. <laughs> I, well, that might be true of mm. Naylor. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely good too. movie. Well, ex- exactly as predicted. I thought it had highlights, but it was just too long. I don't know why they're obsessed with making films so long at the minute. Like just cramming. They 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 try and overstack their hand too much and cram too much action in, and it just ends up boring people. What it does is takes away instead of having like one or two massive set pieces in a film they'll have about five and it just dilutes yep. everything and why, why when did two hours become the minimum for a movie and now it's like two and a half hours is sort of a benchmark to hit yeah exactly and and you wouldn't mind if it was 
if it was deserved in any way, but all it was was just this peppering of like trying to introduce Russell Crowe's character a little bit more, who's going to yeah. come out in the subsequent films and stuff like that. It was just yeah, he's was... going to he's gay. Uh, he's yeah. he's going to announce <laughs> yeah. that he's gay in one of yeah, the later yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. 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 Uh, Naylor, what do you think? Are we, are we, so we before this, you say this spoiler alert now, aren't you? So I can't. I, yeah, hang yeah. hang tight on some some, right. some some specifics. We'll go to spoilers in a bit. Well, give us your general thoughts. Or so, I have seen worse, but it was um, yeah, it was a bit ridiculous. It could have cut off about 40 minutes of it and it still would have made sense <laughs> yep. uh, and yeah comedy wise very, very weak very yeah he weak. was trying uh, he was trying too hard wasn't he Cruz he, or he wasn't like he was, he's not really a comedy actor well, nor yeah, has he ever been it's not so much try hard I don't think it's just that he doesn't suit that character the, the character and some of the comedy lines were fairly well written it's just yeah. that he can't pull that off he's supposed to be playing like a roguish devil may care minor criminal who has a bit of a personality change throughout the film and ends up being good kind of thing yeah. and he just can't he, he doesn't sell bad in any way I don't think so you just never believed it and he's not funny at all or at all some of the lines in it were really good but you just wanted to see Brendan Fraser doing them or Chris Pratt even or Chris Pine or that's a lot that's Chris, a lot coming from you you hate Chris, Chris Pratt I can't stand Chris Pratt but you got to admit Chris Pratt is can nail that sort of charming roguish character right I mean I don't think he's that charming but okay. he can nail it better than better than Tom Cruise can the thing about Tom Cruise it he you automatically put the entire film on his shoulders whereas someone like Chris Pratt or like a Harrison Ford in Raiders and Temple of Doom and stuff like that you know he's the hero and stuff but he plays it with such lightness and deftness that you kind of forget that this guy's the absolute star of the film if that makes sense yeah. in this film Cruise is basically like good looking guy who comes on a stag but by the end of it you get to chat into a group of girls and by the end of it he's so rubbish and unfunny that he ends up becoming not attractive this sounds like a very specific yeah. scenario. Basically, is there I mean, someone you want to call out? Uh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, but it just you know. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's I got just, his name's got a stag simile yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> just just loads of people like yeah, like Cruz, he's, and he's a big, he's a big alpha male, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, I read this thing about him years ago. He's the biggest alpha male in sort of in Hollywood and in, in those sort of circles. And Where did you read that? The big alpha male magazine. No, no, it's actually in that book, The Game. They meet Tom Cruise. He's he's their god. Like all those lads who are rude to women. It's the game that that like horribly misogynist yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Tom Cruise is their god, and they, he meets up with him for half an hour, and he's like, "Yeah, this guy is, is the man." He's the, and it nothing well, comes that's across. He's into Scientology and is obsessed with like psychologically dominating people. Obviously. Yeah, well, anyway, so are we and we're still not on the spoiler thing yet, are we? So, no. Do you want to? Well, okay. Let's wrap up our thoughts. I would say uh, this movie was fine. It wasn't as bad as maybe it's being made out to be. It, no, it, nowhere near as bad, no, no, I, I don't no. think. The, the guy who wrote it and directed it, that Alex Kurtzman, has written a lot of... Like, he was a writer on Star Trek. He's yep. written Fringe. He wrote on MI3, Cowboys and Aliens. So this isn't someone who's just been jettisoned in to kind of direct a big studio film. It, it, he's kind of like... He's a safe pair of hands. Even though this is only his second uh, uh, feature, 
direct, directing gig, I think. He's more of a writer. But also yeah. uh, Christopher McQuarrie and um, David Cope were writers on this. And yeah, yeah. Like you're talking, they've got credits like you know, Mission Impossible and Jurassic Park and there's some really great stuff under yeah, their yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of, when you've got that kind of talent, it's a bit disappointing that this wasn't better because there wasn't anything new in this i think what they i think what they were the reason a lot of the um reason a lot of those heavyweights are involved in it is because it's such a huge thing it's the start of this universe this dark universe yeah franchise and they just needed it to be really safe to kick it off with they but the problem it was to it's too it's too safe because there was nothing new in this although actually one thing i did want to shout out was it's in the trailers, but that uh, airplane crash was very, very good. That was really good, yeah. That had, that had elements of, like, you know, like the first time you watched Lost and stuff like that, where you're like, fucking hell, I've never seen any... I've seen plane crashes in films before, but not like this. And that was probably the standout bit in the film in terms of set pieces. Yeah, it was really good in it, IMAX as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The rest of it was really well done. You couldn't slag this guy directing off at all. He was really well directed, but just quite derivative there was nothing that new about any of it really yeah and the plot was a bit derivative as well totally yeah it was um, just a mishmash alright let's move on to spoiler can 3 let's get into the nitty can I just say <laughs> derivative please <laughs> so that people think I know what it, what it, what it means as yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was just a bit derivative for me Dave. ok All right. do you want to be more specific about what you thought nah, was no, derivative I, I think people it? know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> alright let's move on to spoiler street Naylor because I know you want to get well, yeah. you want to get deep into this yeah, you got th- bandages. Yeah, it. Uh, let's make one. Okay, spoiler street. Spoiler street. Where are the spoilers? It comes a spoiler. Watch out for it. Yeah. There. So we've just recorded it there. So I'll just reuse that for every episode from here on out. Spoiler street. Spoiler street. Get down. Spoiler street. Yeah, right. I, I mean, think uh, Spider-Man yeah, legal yeah, people yeah, yeah. Might, might be onto you. All your things you do it to the Spider-Man tune. No, I don't. Oh, all right. Anyway, so um, yeah, if we can wade straight in, then I'm yeah, gonna go. go for it, man. I'm gonna go right in with uh, that example of, of Cruz being unable to assert control to anyone else. So there's this bit where Cruz is behind the wheel of this ambulance. They're desperately driving away from this mummy who. And they've just realised that Cruz is being inexplicably drawn back to her because she's now controlling him. She's in his head. Yeah. But even then, even after he's driven back to her twice, he won't let like the, yeah <laughs> the very capable person sat next to him drive because she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. She'll just get us lost, won't she? Wow. Yeah. You know. And oh, you- bloody women. Oh, see, this is what we can get away with now. And Kathy's not here. Yeah. We can let all our hardcore yeah. machismo out. Oh, always getting lost and and I can't think of a single voice. sexist thing to say. <laughs> they're so they're so beautiful and intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> what else is sexist? What else is sexist? Yeah. Well, let's, um, not get, let's not get into this. Oh, <laughs> don't let. Mate, what if there'd been a scene in this where they'd gone to vote uh, in a general election, and then Cruz was like, "Oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. a woman." Yeah. yeah, that would have been a great or, scene. Would have cemented or, his character. Or one of Cruz's mates swore and he went, no, there's ladies present. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that's well sexist. <laughs> yeah, But it's the classic move of the person who wants to try and pretend they're not sexist. So he basically mansplains to her literally from the driver's seat. And then he goes on, he just gets worse from there. Even from then on, he's just obviously just struggling with everything, but just 
desperately like just just trying to fight his way out which you know the god of death is a, is a hard hard person to take on yeah but let's talk about the ending because that really bothers me so the god the, the whole plan of the mummy is for uh, to stab Tom Cruise with this thing so that he will become the embodiment of the devil Lucifer or God of Death whatever yeah so she can go off with him yeah, yeah. but then he said like he, tr- he thwarts her plan by doing exactly what her plan was the entire time <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean it's, it's quite it's quite a novel playbook isn't it you weren't expecting that <laughs> she wasn't you? expecting that but then but then it's like basically it's very arrogant because it means that Tom Cruise's character believes he could do this get away with it bring your one back to life and then just like defeat the god of death just with his own willpower because he's but, a good man deep yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. I think I think there was nothing not arrogant about his character in that film I don't think that was a shock at all that he'd do that and assume yeah well but he put the he, he risked the entire world like there was nothing noble about what he did it was foolish no if, if anything right. Russell Crowe's plan made more sense to just kill him like one man like he should just I thought he was going to kill himself at the end that's what I thought was going to happen yeah, I yeah, thought he was yeah, going to yeah, yeah. get the god of death inside of him and then like uh, kill himself but instead he just kind of hung out in, in, in the shadows soliloquising to her. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from me. I don't know what I am. I need to Leave go and uh, <laughs> need to go right why, in the desert with why, my friend who I brought back to life for no reason. Why? Uh, why when you turn into the embodiment of the god of death, do you have to start barking like a dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what I am. It's like uh, exhibit. No DMX. DMX. Shout out X. Yeah, man. <laughs> no. um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. <laughs> run out of things to say. <laughs> oh, I can say dead air. More. There's some good dead air. Do I you, would like, you like to say something? Well, the, going on to that sexist thing, they they reverse the normal trope of mummy films, which is normally a bloke mummy comes back and becomes obsessed with a really fit girl because she looks like. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry, else. in the original mummy, so I, I I didn't watch it, but was it? It wasn't a woman then. It was a man. It was yeah. Rachel Wise in the 99 one, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, the, she was the one that the mummy becomes obsessed with because right. she looks yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. his uh, his girlfriend from back in the day, wasn't that it? Yeah, well, it, it was a... a spoiler off. for the 1999 yeah. movie, yeah. The Mummy. Yeah, and also a spoiler for the 1933 mummy. Is it 1933? 1933 mummy. That was basically the same thing. So he wasn't a... He was a high priest who had an affair with the pharaoh's wife and was found out and was mummified. Okay, it's the same thing, but just in reverse. Um, yeah, I guess a nice little twist. And she she was excellent, I thought. Um, yeah, the mummy Sophia was actually really good. B- yeah, Butelli or yeah, whatever her name is. But but the the irony of that kind of reversing of that trope to make to give it a more twenty first century like women empowerment kind of thing is that the rest of the interaction with Cruz and the other female lead was so sexy. She just she was just like a fay ray. Just screaming all the time. Yeah. Even her, even her. Th- so normally, if you have a strong female lead who isn't physically as big as Cruz, and let's face it, who would be man or woman? Yeah, old like, Logan would would have struggled being as big as Cruz yeah. in this. They, they, they normally then trump them in terms of intelligence, which she does for a bit. But then what happens is they roll out Russell Crowe, who takes that mantle of the wise, sagely old professor yeah. and becomes the brains of the film and then she's just left to just get her top wet and be uh, 
rescued by Tom Cruise. And that's actually a fair point, actually. And for no reason, on the plane, there's enough tension on there anyway. They have a really little shot of her T-shirt coming up when she's putting her bag away. Yeah. And Cruise has a little look at her stomach, which is, you know, it's that was a like nice, a Michael Bay kind of thing. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice yeah, stomach, yeah, yeah. but it's a yeah. bit like. I mean, it wasn't it's nice a bit stuff. leery. Come on. That yeah. that plane thing actually brings up a point I was thinking of, which is so they discover this sarcophagus that's laid buried in Mesopotamia for 5,000 years. They've got it on a plane, which is a small army jet. Everyone's knackered. This thing is 5,000 years old. And she thinks, oh, well, I'll, I'll start poking around with it now. We better start the autopsy while we're going through turbulence and a sandstorm <laughs> now. Yeah. Can't you just wait till you get to a museum? Like, <laughs> it's a bit stupid. Like, and did nobody notice that your man was seriously ill yeah. like oh, the guy oh, yeah. with the spider bite like was, he, he was basically going uh, uh, his blood turns purple <laughs> when he's you'd be really really alarmed straight away when someone started to try and hack into a coffin you wouldn't just go <laughs> yeah. oi what are you doing come on <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey what are you doing there um, and then, <laughs> yeah, he, he then, was kind of a pointless character, really. They kind of introduced him as this. Oh, he was so annoying. Uh, I mean, he was the, oh, you know, do you know there what? was a lot of that um, my friend comedy that uh, we talked about in the Great Wall yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, sort of yeah. decorated uh, oh, soldier as well starts shouting, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm going to die! I'm going to die! I'm going to die!" When he's <laughs> yeah. running, when he's running through a billet. I mean, like, fair enough. I wouldn't be able to do it. But that's why I would never join the army. Yeah, I kind of wanted to. Very unprofessional. Um, I think I think he was annoying because he disappeared and then ju- just popped back up a bit. I I don't know, but I suspect if you look at the shooting script or what they shot of that, I reckon he was probably a much bigger character and he ended up on the cutting room floor because he seemed very much like a character that Cruz would have interaction with all the way through. He was definitely he was a bit like Jack in American Werewolf in London, his mate who gets killed. Yeah, and then so he kind of talks to him all the way through. I reckon that should have been a much bigger character because it was one of the only kind of slightly... Well, he wasn't novel. Cause well, he's a, he's before, a comedy actor, that guy, and he kind of pulls that off better than yeah, Cruz does. Yeah. But, but you're right, that it very much reminded me of that. And most of this film reminded me of other better films, which is the problem. It's almost yeah, like you yeah, could yeah. say it was derivative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you think about that, Naylor. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was just thinking it was, for me, just the height of derivativeness <laughs> <laughs> all of it all of it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. alright anything else uh, to add lads um, yeah, yeah I quite like Russell Crowe doing his Jekyll and Hyde thing a bit of a cynical a bit pointless kind of, though isn't it I mean quite, what did it add to anything except it kind of, it's just a setup, isn't it it kind of assumes knowledge from the audience of what he is doesn't it because he doesn't explain it that well but he, he did end up having a good fight with Tom Cruise which is good to see a really overweight Russell Crowe fighting a 52 year old buff as fuck Tom Cruise I thought did you think he was going to turn into the Incredible Hulk or something he just kind of went a bit veiny yeah. and, and yeah, had a Cockney accent yeah yeah he just went Cockney <laughs> went full on Ray Winston yeah. <laughs> and it was a bit dodgy let's face it Russell Crowe's not the best at accent no I think he's proved that Why do, people must just be scared when they turn up because he must know for someone so famous for not being great at accents he must be really aware of it, but he just doesn't give a shit. So I reckon <laughs> no. he must just turn up on sets and go, 
yeah, I'm going to do a Cockney accent for this, mate. And they just go, oh, 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 just fucking, just let him do it. Just let him do it. That goes across the board for these lads who've smashed it in because a load of them are piss poor. I don't know why they don't just say to all of them, like, please, just, just, I know you're supposed to be from here, but don't worry. Just speak as you always would because... Yeah, just be Australian. Yeah, yeah, otherwise it doesn't really matter and it's going to sound ridiculous. Let's have an Australian Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a New Zealand muscle crime. No. Oh, we, oh, maybe he is. Is he Kiwi? Is this one of those? Uh, I think he's a Kiwi. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So he could have been. He could have been an Australian uh, Mr. Hyde and and, and Kiwi Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. That'd be some real subtlety. That would have been quite subtle. Yeah. 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 All certainly, right. Only more subtle than um, like Prince Charles, Dr. Jekyll, and then. Ray Winston in an iron lung having difficulty breathing. <laughs> it's Mr. just so Hyde. obvious, isn't it? The Cockney criminal and the and yeah. the upper class. This I is mean, a, to, the to bloody be, Tory agenda. To, to, strong and alive in Hollywood. I'm just gonna I'm yeah. just gonna leap in there and just say like that is how it was written in the original book. So oh. I mean they might just be following it. Oh, you think you can just come in here with your actual <laughs> knowledge of literature <laughs> <laughs> make us look like idiots? No, um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really ask you guys anything about the paranormal side of things, which was the whole purpose of you coming on this podcast. So I mean, they, I, I don't oh, really yeah. know much about the paranormal anyway. So <laughs> that, that was fine by me. <laughs> well, Armunet, which is the woman who is the main protagonist in the film, she was her name was actually she was one of the eight original gods from ancient Egypt, which was before the new classical gods came in, like. Um, Armin Ra and all those people who we know, you know, like the people with the falcon heads and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. she's like old The ones from Test- Stargate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's like Old Testament Egyptian. Wrath like, of God type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like Tutankhamun and all those lads, they would have thought that she was out of date. That's how, like, even in ancient Egypt, she was out of date. That's how mental this, so this was real, real old school. That's just how stuff. ancient she is. But she wasn't mummified because she was a she was a demigod. But they just amalgamised certain characteristics of it. Ah. But certainly, all the, the the mummification scene was fairly accurate. Like there's there's a lot more steps to mummification than it showed in the film. But it'd be a bit boring if you just showed loads of people constantly putting glue onto linen cloths and then <laughs> wrapping someone up. <laughs> but that seems to be quite consistent as well. That they have links with beetles and spiders and stuff like where do those spiders come from all of a sudden there were like 10,000 spiders come out from a cave which hasn't seen the light of day for 5,000 years yeah it just needs a good clean out have you ever, you've never not lifted up a flower pot of course yeah, there was millions of them in there yeah but there's no where's where are they getting the food from uh bugs other but smaller so, bugs yeah but where are they why what are they living on uh, even a, smaller bug microbes it's a cavern underground there's probably some uh, some lichen down there there's no sunlight uh, okay there's, there's, a, oh, there's someone put a lot of cheese strings down there in a bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would work <laughs> that's how I want to be buried that's going in my tomb what a hieroglyph of a cheese string <laughs> well you're going to want a few snacks on the way to the afterlife right oh you would do yeah you really really would do big time big time Right, it's getting properly windy here. I think really we wrapped windy, this up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lads, tell us, uh, tell us where we can find uh, What's the Point Paranormal podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Just search WTP Paranormal. Find us on Twitter at WTP Paranormal. And you can also find us on SoundCloud. Please download, subscribe, and leave us a rating on iTunes if you like our shit. We're doing another 
podcast about the mummy in a minute, which will go, what, you'd say it'd be a nice uh, counterpiece to this one, would you? I know we've not Yeah, done it I yet, hope we don't repeat ourselves because I'm going to be on that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, we're going to go more into a paranormal element of it, and this is more of the kind of the film 2000 side to it, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, the film 2000. That's, I mean, that's how old That's I how am, you describe yeah. us. <laughs> um, all right. Um, yeah, not much fun. Thanks very much for having me on the cinema, Dave and Kathy. Yeah, been, thanks for coming. It's been a treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's like not a, a wedding message. <laughs> Hi guys. Are you going to send you a th- send us a thank you yeah, card? Good luck. Yeah, yeah no, of course I will. Yeah. 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 Good, because we expect that of all our guests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck it out. So, so yeah. it's the minimum requirement. Fix up if you're ever on the cinema again as yeah. a guest. Yeah. No, we'll definitely have you back, lads. Thanks for coming. Yes. Uh, and we are at the Cinemile on Twitter or the Cinemile.com, and uh, yeah, do everything that. Uh, that Lee said for their podcast do the same for our podcast so you've got a busy day ahead of you (laughs) just go do all those things Uh, yeah thanks for listening Cathy will be back next time normal service resumed yeah don't worry (laughs) (laughs) I think basically we'll just do the films that Cathy doesn't fancy shall we yeah which is turning out to be the way this (laughs) summer is going Uh, it's going to be a lot of stinkers (laughs) as long as you can get a paranormal element out of them yeah, we can do it. Well, there's a massive, there's a massive hunger for that. Yeah, All man. right, thanks for listening. We're gonna go, uh, go home. I don't know why I added that little juicy <laughs> detail in <laughs> the behind the scenes. Back to where we live. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> What's the matter, man? <laughs> for heaven's sake, what is it? <laughs> he, he, he went for a little walk. <laughs> you should have seen his face. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.